You are listening to In the Cycles Podcast, Episode 21. Today we'll be exploring Part 3 of the Art of Visualization. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Mike Oglesby. Welcome and thanks for tuning in to In the Cycles, the podcast where I share the philosophies, tools, and techniques that I've used for more than a decade to help adults just like you overcome debilitating anxiety and depression and transform their lives. Check out inthecycles.com and sign up on the email list to receive updates and special content. New episodes are released every Monday, so tune in. You can also follow me on Facebook at Mike Oglesby Author. So let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of End the Cycles. I'm so glad you're joining me here in this process of transformation and healing, and I'm so thankful to be sharing this time with you right now. You know, life is a funny thing, isn't it? One day you can be on top of the world, and the next it can be on top of you. You never really know what you're going to wake up to or run into from day to day. Life is uncertain, and that can be difficult to deal with. However, there are a few things for sure about you that, when you recognize them, can help mitigate life's uncertainties. First and foremost, you are resilient. You can make it through anything you go through in life. You always have. You've gotten through every single thing you have ever had to go through. Just think about that for a moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing, has had the power to do you in. You have found the strength to find a way at some point in everything you have ever encountered. I know there are some things you're going through right now that seem impossible to overcome, that seem to be unchangeable. Sometimes life looks dark and hopeless. I know. I get it. Sometimes, well, life just sucks, right? It's hard and unfair. And it doesn't make sense why these things continue to happen as they sometimes do. Unfortunately, that's just the way life is sometimes. The real key to changing things is to learn how to change them. I often say that we are not taught how to think, but rather what to think. And when that doesn't work, which it usually doesn't, either we continue to do the same things that propel the cycles of fear and dysfunction, or we shut down and become depressed and hopeless because we are limited by what we only know. This is why I teach new ways of thinking. We are governed and controlled by fear, but when we learn to expand our minds beyond the boundaries placed on us by our culture and society, we break free from the system of fear and into new levels of happiness, trust, and freedom. Life has its struggles and difficulties, and we can never escape the eternal inner battles, but we can change the dialogue and our experiences in life. We feel the way we do because of our thinking and programming. It's time to rise and challenge your thoughts, expand your mind, and invite a new, higher level of thinking that promotes growth and freedom. It's time to rise above what you see in this world and begin a new journey within yourself. This is the path to freedom, and I am so excited to be sharing with you the wisdom and knowledge I have learned along my journey to peace and freedom. You can do this. I know it's hard, 
But you can do this. It's your time to shine. It's your time to break free from the fears. Claim it. Speak it. Declare it to yourself and this world that your time has come. Get excited and join me as we explore the art of visualization, part three. I'm so excited to be with you for part three of the art of visualization. Before we jump in, let me take a quick moment to ask you to go ahead, rate and review this podcast, and follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Author Mike Oglesby. And I certainly appreciate that so very much. I've tried to take my time with this series for a few reasons. First, it's such an important subject that needs to be thoroughly discussed because it is essential when working to change your life. Second, I want to make sure I have broken this down for you in such a way that provides you a clear path to the beginning or even enhances your already established visualization practice. And lastly, though visualization is well known today, how to be effective when using it is not and I want to provide you with a clear understanding of why that is and how to change it. In last week's episode, we covered the six fundamental principles to understand when beginning your visualization practice. This week, we'll talk about the steps to take to create a visualization practice and how to visualize most effectively. There are three key factors to keep in mind that I will reference throughout today's episode to make your visualization practice most effective. Emotion, visualizing from the end, and visualizing in the first person. First, you must decide what you want to create. Many people have trouble deciding on what they want in their lives because they want so many things. This primarily stems from a fear-based mentality when a person fears making the wrong choice or missing out on something else you must narrow it down to a single focus. Think about the many things you want to create and experience. Write them down and choose the one that excites you the most, the one that supersedes all the others. Imagine several small plants in front of you that represent different dreams or goals you have in life. You have one pitcher of water that would be sufficient to grow only one of those plants into the beautiful flower it has the potential to be. If you choose to water all the flowers, none of them will fully grow and will yield only mediocre results. Are you satisfied with mediocre results? Or are you willing to feed one at a time to full bloom? You will always be able to create more down the road, but you must start somewhere. Sometimes, manifesting one of your goals can lead to manifesting several. For example, If you want to earn $200,000 per year, buy a house, and own a boat, you could make $200,000 your focus, allowing you to buy a home and a boat. Regardless of how you choose your goal, it must be something that you can muster up a great deal of emotion and passion when you think about it. Emotion stands for energy in motion and is a crucial factor in visualization because it works to install belief systems in the subconscious mind. Take your time and make sure you're working to invest yourself in what you truly want. Do not try to rush this process just to get started. My most recent visualization practice began after almost a month of working to gain clarity on what I want to work towards. 
you must do the work necessary to flesh out the details and become clear in your vision if you want this to be effective for you. Make sure what you decide on is something you truly want, and not something someone else says you should do, be, or have. Chasing other people's dreams and ideas for you will not give you the life you want. Be authentic to yourself. Once you have decided what you want to begin creating in your life, it's time to develop a daily visualization routine. We talked last week about creating routines and incorporating visualization. I recommend that you work up to 30 minutes per day or more to spend on your visualization process. Remember, you're creating your life here, so it's worth spending some time on. You can split this up throughout your day if you'd like and need. I've described my routine in previous episodes, but I'll take a moment to do so again to give you an idea that may help you create your routine. Every morning, after getting out of bed and doing my bathroom routine, I go to my activity room, where I have a rebounder and a meditation chair to begin my day. I jump on the rebounder for up to 15 minutes while looking at my vision board, where I have pictures and quotes that remind me of my goals and bring my mind into a state of creativity. Once I finish jumping on the rebounder, I sit down in my meditation chair for 23 minutes to do some meditation and visualization. If possible, I allow myself to clear my mind or just observe the morning stories trying to play out. Once I center myself, my focus turns to my podcast, which is my anchor. I'll describe anchoring in just a few moments. Then I allow myself to visualize until my timer goes off. I also allow myself to fall asleep while visualizing my goals and what I desire to manifest in my life. After all, you wake up with what you go to bed with, and I want to wake up with inspiration and motivation toward the things I want the most in my life. Visualizing as I fall asleep helps me to achieve this. You may find difficulty as you begin your new routine. The mind and body are creatures of habit, so you'll have to go through the struggle of creating a practice. Fight through that battle and stay committed. You're going to face the terror barrier while creating your habit. That's okay. You can learn more about this and how to overcome it in Chapter 7 of my book, Fight Back. When you begin your visualization, Finding an anchor that will lead you into the imaginary state you desire is beneficial. This is something that excites you, such as a project you're currently working on toward your goal that brings you into the state of imagination or feeling of achieving or having achieved what you want. I mentioned two of mine as I was describing my routine. While on my rebounder, my vision board is my anchor, and while meditating, this podcast is my anchor. These anchors get me excited and primed for deeper states of thought and visualization. Think of it as a doorway that leads you down the hall of visualization. Once you have achieved a state of feeling good and are open to the possibilities of greater things, fast forward yourself to the time of your manifestation. If what you desire to manifest in your life will take you one year based on what you believe is possible, fast forward to the end of that year. I like to make yearly goals, so when I visualize, I fast forward to the end of that year. Set the stage using your senses. Since I set annual goals to manifest by the end of a year, which is in December, I imagine myself in December. It's cold outside, the leaves have all fallen off the trees, and the sky has a different glow. 
I can feel the difference in my body. I hear around me those things that match my vision. I'm interacting with my wife and family. We're talking about what has happened and how much we enjoy these great things and experiences. Sometimes I'm even having conversations with clients and others about how wonderful life is having achieved my goals. You must make this as real and natural as possible. Include everything you can think of to normalize the experiences you're working to create. And make sure that when you visualize, you do it from the point of manifestation, not of. In other words, you must step fully into your vision and experience it now, as if you have already achieved or received it. You must do this from a first-person point of view, not the third person. Feel it in your body. Hear it through your ears. See it through your eyes. Smell it through your nose and taste it on your tongue as if it were happening in real life. Many people visualize like they were watching a television show where they are the actor going through the manifestation. This only confirms that it is not happening to you and that you are separate from it. Similarly, think about this as the placebo effect. The expected state of reality created in the mind can manifest as physical reality. As you practice with this every day, your mind will assume this as real and begin to work toward creating it because the mind can't tell the difference between real and imagined. This is the fundamental principle of why and how hypnosis works. As you do this daily, you will notice some days you are on fire with your visions. Everything will be crisp and clear, and you'll be able to get into it without any issues. Some days, you may not be able to see or think of a single thing. You're going to go through many phases and stages. When you're struggling, just sit and hold on to the feeling or state of being that represent your manifestations. Again, not of what you want to happen, but from the point of it already happening. For example, if my mind is not seeing pictures very well on a particular day, I know that even when I fully manifest what I'm creating now, I'll still be doing my morning time routine of meditation. So I just sit in the feeling or state of being as if I have already manifested what I'm working toward, and I just soak up those good feelings and state of being. Once you have finished with your visualization session, open your eyes and go about your day while holding on to knowing that in time and once all the pieces are put together in the physical world, which as I stated in last week's episode is not your job to figure out how, your reality will shift. You have never known how things were going to happen in life before, but somehow they always do. We must learn to trust in ourselves, our intuition, and that there's a higher form of intelligence that has everything under control. If it were all up to you, you'd have to put every piece in place to get what you want, which means you'd have to have control over all the people involved, all the circumstances, all the events and their outcomes, etc. That's impossible. Open your imagination to see things unfold in your life the way you most desire them to, and stick to your routine every day. Now that we've discussed how to visualize and the elements necessary to make your practice effective, it's time to begin your journey. At this stage, you may not have a clear picture or idea of what you want to start with. That's okay. 
I challenge you to begin your practice by visualizing yourself having clarity of what you most desire. Feel and create that state of what it would feel and be like to be passionate about your journey in life. See yourself driven with purpose and excitement about pursuing your goals. At this moment, your goal may be to create your goal. You can begin there. Goals don't have to be lofty and massive. Keep it simple to begin with. While working toward this step of deciding what you want, you can work on creating the habit of sitting every day and being deliberate about your life. Your mind is going to wander. That's okay. When you become aware of it, just shift it back to what you want to focus on. As I mentioned, you're not going to feel like sitting down every day to do this. Do it anyway. That's how you will be successful. Start with five minutes and increase the time when you're ready. I recommend doing five minutes daily for a few weeks and then progressing. The first step is to create a routine. Then you can change it up and increase your time as you see fit. I look forward to this exciting new journey in your life. And feel free to reach out and share with me your results and the changes you experience from your visualization practice. My friend, what a wonderful time I've had with you today. You are such a blessing to me in my life. I am so grateful and honored to be part of this journey with you. I am because you are so very special to me and because you are such a wonderful person. Thank you so much for showing up. And I do look forward to continuing our journey of transformation and change next week. When you get some time, jump on over to endthecycles.com and subscribe to my email list for show updates and special content. If you're enjoying the show, leave a rating and review and share it with someone who could benefit as well. While you're on the website, grab your copy of my book, Fight Back, End the Cycles of Anxiety and Depression. And hey, it's a great day to have a great day. I sure hope you go out there and enjoy it. We'll talk soon. Be well.